the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and the do not necessarily express sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good morning, and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we're talking savings investments in your retirement, as always here on the Max Out Savings Show. We've been on the air for uh, since uh, 2006, uh, built the show up at the time the savings rate was close to zero in the United States, and here we are today uh, in, in pretty good shape, and, and the savings rate is going up, the savings rate People are saving more money. Even now in a crisis, they're attempting to save more money, become more frugal, because people realize they can't depend on the government for everything, and and, and, and the world is changing. During that time, we've brought you all types of of ideas, uh, thoughts, how to save money, how to build up wealth, how how to to come in and, and, and take care of your retirement. We talked about Back in, uh, was it 07? 07, shortly after we started the show, we started warning about what was going to happen with the investment banks. We said there was a perfect storm in the real estate market, and it was going to cause a crisis in the banking system. And we talked about the investment banks, brought up, talked to you about the, the balance sheets of the investment banks, and said that they were, one of the investment banks were going to fail in late 2007, extremely controversial topic at the time. And we were correct in predicting it uh, in, in navigating through these very tough times. And so we, we talked more about d- different things at the time, uh, you know, what's happening in the world. And we bring all these things to you so you can understand the world. We were talking about China years ago, uh, talking about the, the dangers of, of, of China, talking about the loss of, of jobs in China, how it was outrageous, what was happening. Back in, I just pulled a thing. I was looking at some old files. Back in 2015, uh, we were talking about uh, mid 15 or so. We were talking about the pollution in China. We said at the time, China. There was some research that said they were getting a 15% manufacturing advantage on the United States because the uh, pollution. They didn't have the pollution regulations in China. What happened? Corporate U.S. corporations moved all their their production to China so they could save money and ended up polluting the planet. Uh, we 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 talked about we talked about there was some research that 15 percent between 15 and 20 percent on some days of the pollution in San Francisco, California, was coming blowing across the oceans from China. It was extraordinary. We 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 bring you all types of interesting things happening, getting you ahead. We we talk, back in fifteen. We were warning about China, the loss of jobs, the disaster. But then we 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 talk about the the the, the disadvantage, the fifteen percent advantage China because they were. You realize they did a study in China. Almost twenty percent of their agricultural land in China is polluted. In so many cases, and much of it is too polluted to even enormous amounts. Uh, too polluted to even use. Over what was it? 1.4 million acres are, are too polluted to use. Uh, this is this is what we're going. Seven percent of all the farmland in China is is polluted with cadmium above standard limits. Almost five percent nickel. 
uh, arsenic, 2.7. I mean, it, they've destroyed the planet. I just saw a story today. Uh, China's building uh, an enormous number of coal power, 250 gigawatts of coal power, uh, powered power in China. That's twice what the EU has right now. More pollution in the world. Here in the United States, our, our pollution down. It's a pristine country. All our rivers you can drink from virtually. And uh, the uh, even our carbon uh, footprint that everyone the, that the globalists are going wild over uh, is going down in the United States. This is paradise on earth. And yet here we are in the United States of America today. We have to listen to a bunch of people running around rioting and looting and claiming that it's that is it's a horrible country and needs to be destroyed. You know, these people should be shipped back to, they should ship them over to China, they should ship them to Africa, they should ship them to South America, and all these other places around the world that basically are horribly, horrible polluted places with no freedom of speech, with no freedoms at all, no opportunity, and see what life is really like in the rest of the world. I mean, it's just astonishing. I've been to China. I traveled all around China. We talked about it on the show. We brought back all types of information about the horrific pollution in China. And we talked about the, you know, the quality of life. Uh, you know, I've been to Beijing. It feels like a, you know, you, there's just something about it. I mean, it, 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 at Tiananmen Square, there's not another place on this planet that has more surveillance cameras. I remember I, I'm in Tiananmen Square. I walk up to this guy and goes, oh, oh, I'm so excited to see an American. Can I get your picture? I said, yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't think about it at the time. Afterwards, I realized they wanted a picture of me, uh, you know, just because I was actually talking to our tour guide about another book that was kind of viewed as subversive in China. And, and that's just, that's the new book, Moving the Mountain, an amazing story uh, about one of the people in uh, from Tiananmen Square. It's just astonishing what, you know, and here we are in paradise on earth. And I, I think about Moving in the Mountain, the book, and it, it reads like the book of Job it, 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 for this person. And here we are, and the person is in the United States. He actually was one time was going to be was going to take over Warren Buffett's position, and uh, but you know the Chinese wouldn't didn't want anything to do with anyone like that, so he's not there. But but it just shows you what a wonderful place it is. People come to the United States for freedom, for opportunity from all over the world. We have the greatest country in the world, and here we have. Again, these protesters out there, these aren't anarchists, these socialists, and these communists, uh, you know, looting the country and, and running around. And if you say anything to them, somehow you're a racist or something else. I mean, it's utterly absurd. You cannot let these people bully you. You cannot let them push you around because they will take your country. They will take your future. You take your life. And eventually they will take your God. They will take Christianity as well. And so we need to stand up to these people. So I, I, I just bring that up just because, like I said, I was going through some old files and I just realized how long I've been doing the show and really how long we, for years, I mean, well before 2015, we were talking about the dangers of China. And here we are today. It, it, it's just not going good. It's really going much worse than even I expected with China. Uh, I expected they would at least try to pull back and kind of work with the global community, and it, it's pretty clear we have a big problem on our hands there. So we'll, we'll see what's going to happen going forward. But uh, but here we are again today. Uh, by the way, this is a live show here in Houston, Texas. Uh, you can li li go to the Internet, catch it anywhere in the world by going to KNCH 1070's website. I think it's 1070 The Answer. Uh, you can also catch our podcast at the radio sh uh, show website. A lot of stuff. You can also get our free Max Out Savings report. We write this very good quality stuff in the report. We send it out once a month to you. Uh, it's free. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, or you can call us at the station at 713-339-1070 at the Max Out Savings Show. So what, looking forward, where do we go from here? We, we get the markets are up near all-time highs. And... Uh, we we have massive deficits, uh, three trillion, uh, two trillion dollar deficits. 
uh, I think $2.5 trillion worth of stimulus. We've got the Federal Reserve has added a trillion dollars. The stock market has gone up. Uh, the, the economy is recovering uh, like I thought. Look, near the bottom, we, we purchased, we, we, we got very defensive. As listeners know on the show, back in February, we were saying, hey, this is early February. We're saying this is a real problem. Uh, I'm hearing that the, that the coronavirus is like the flu. I'm talking to my doctor friends. They all assure me it's more like the flu. But then what happens, and then I point out, I'm like, well, why is China shut down 80% of their industrial capacity? Something is scaring these people. You need to be cautious. We've gotten defensive. Uh, we got defensive. We, 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 when the market was near the bottom, we picked up a number of, of issues out there. Uh, and now where do we go from here? Uh, a couple things. The economy is recovering like I thought it did. I'm a little surprised by the second wave. I, I thought we would get a second wave come in sometime in November-ish. If you, if you look what what happened to some of the other uh, pandemics out there, but it seemed to happen in in the just recently, which in the summertime, which surprised me because it, it, in the pool of 1918, it dropped off. Coronavirus dropped off in the summer. It didn't happen this time. Uh, I think for two reasons, uh, we had a lot of people, particularly young people, going out to bars and congregating, and I think that spread it. And also, in the Black Lives Matter protesters, very clearly spread it, and uh, as well. And it, you know, it, and it's just astonishing in this country how we can shut down schools and church, church, church services, church services, which has virtually never been shut down, but we allow these protesters to go on is just absolutely egregious to me. And uh, but so it's spreading again. I think we get we're going to have to control it with masks. The, the good news, if you look at this, here, here's where we stand right now. How we, as near as I can see, what we're seeing is is we're getting much, much better at treating this, the, the coronavirus. We're, 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 two things are happening. We're coming up with the number of treatments, hydrochloroquine, uh, rubidivir, uh, the blood transfusions, uh, steroids. There's just a lot of things out there. We're making progress on other things you're not hearing about. We have the vaccine program, which is the, the modern-day equivalent of the Manhattan Project. I mean, if you start adding up all this, I know that every once in a while, about once or twice a week, there'll be once a week there'll be a story. The Trump administration is giving X Y Z drug company a half a billion dollars, a billion dollars to to uh, move forward with their vaccine. This, the other interesting thing people realize they're giving X Y Z drug company a half a billion dollars to start the factories up, even though they don't know if the virus is going to work. Because what these guys are looking at is is have a timeline. So the timeline goes, well, we'll do phase one, phase two, and then phase three. And then, you know, in phase three, hopefully by next year, we'll get get the, you know, a vaccine approval and the president goes, oh, this is great, but we need it sooner. Well, no, sir, but you're not going to get it by then. Then it's going to take us six months to put the factories in or more. And then another six. So what he's, what, what Trump is doing is he's going, look, let's try to get the factories built ahead of time. We're going to build some factories that might not work, but we're going to have some virus, some vaccines that it's going to work, and we're going to have the factories in place. They're fast-tracking everything. Typically for a vaccine, is a three- to four-year process is being done in one, one-and-a-half years, which is phenomenal. Our treatments are moving up. The death rate is, is really dropping off out there. So a lot of good news on the bad news is it's continuing to spread, and, and, and we need to somehow get control of it, uh, and, and we need to wear masks, just be a lot more cautious. The, the R-naught factor, as we discussed on our show, and I, I don't mean to keep bringing this up, we, brought the, we talked about the R-naught factor. I thought it was closer to three or four back in February, just because I did a, I, did, I went and pulled the research on it on what the other ones were, and I kind of watched how this thing spread, and it didn't seem to me it was two or a, a, a one-and-a-half archives. It made no sense looking at the spread in, in Wuhan. And this, this brings up an interesting point, is that look, a lot of this stuff, sit there and just puzzle it through logically, and you, you'll get an answer. You, you can kind of see the truth of it. There is an enormous amount of fake news out there, of manipulated news, of news out there. Uh, and it, two things. It, it means now that 
The American people no longer trust the media. It, and it's also completely politicized the battle for the coronavirus, which has been devastating to the United States. The coronavirus has been devastating, but what CNN and Washington Post and uh, New York Times have done has been devastating as far as politicization. So nobody believes anything coming out of the government or any, or particularly the media. So what you got to do is puzzle through. If something doesn't look at the back, look at the data. If it doesn't make sense, you know, it's like if you look at the at the number of people in in Houston that have it. And then if you figure there's probably a certain percentage of the people, maybe 30 or 40 percent, that they aren't that they got it, but it just didn't affect them, so they didn't get it, they didn't get tested. But those death rates aren't what what they say they are. And so if you puzzle through it, it's like with the virus, it's a flu. Well, why is China shut down 80 percent of its manufacturing capacities? Watch people's actions, not watch what they say, because too often times. There's too many people that are just too politically correct and won't give you the story. They'll spin the story. So if you watch their actions, that can tell you what's happening. I'll tell you what we be talking What about the market? What about okay. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max South Savings Show. Well, a couple things you can call us at 713-339-1070. Get your questions answered. Uh, looking out here, one thing I wanted to cover is, is the precious metal sector has made a, a very substantial move up here over the last number of months. And we went and did some research on this going back a number of years. And it's remarkable correlation between the Federal Reserve pushing money into the system and and the price of gold. And looking back, let me go to my long chart here. Back in uh, uh, back 
in 2000 and uh, in, in, in 2001, we, 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 gold was running around 200 something dollars an ounce. A Federal Reserve governor named Ben Bernanke uh, came out with a, I don't believe he was the chairman at the time. He might have been. I'm not sure if he was or not. But came out with, with, a, with a, uh, a famous speech that the Fed had all these tools in the toolbox. They, and one of them is they have a printing press and they can, they can drop money from a helicopter, his famous helicopter speech, if need be. And, and this was right after 9-11. And, and, and so what happened was, is at the time, that was one of our first max out savings reports we wrote. He wrote this was going to be, uh, uh, it was September, I want to say September, October, November 2001. We said this was going to be a 20-year bull market. It was too, uh, and, and I, I, th I think I pretty much stand by that. I think it's going to go a little longer than that, uh, but... What we saw was the Federal Reserve was going to start printing money and it was going to generate a bull market in gold. And since then, gold has skyrocketed. We've been completely correct. So the question is, where do we go with here with, with precious metals again? And if you look at it, precious metals has kept up pretty much with the S&P 500. And if you look at some of these moves, they tend to be 18 months or three year moves where you get these big surges up. And if you look at at uh, 71, uh, the original one was 18 months. We went from two, 245 to, to, to 645. And then it made another another run from 76 to uh, to 80. This was about 39 months. It went from about 511 to, to over, you know, $2,000 an ounce in the big move up at the time. And, and, then, and then we backed down again uh, and then we had the same type of moves. We, it, it, back in the, the, the move, uh, the, the 18 months from the original move, you get the surge. It, uh, every, it seems like every time the central banks come in, it, it's usually about an 18-month move on, on the quantitative easing. Now, now, the most recent one has gone on longer than 18 months because what we've seen is is in, in the same thing happened in from 2008, uh, to late 2008 up to it peaked in, in 2013. Uh, that's about four or five. But that was one quantitative easing program after another. It, and so these 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 the gold sec moves tend to happen. They tend to go in 18 month cycles. And I think we're going to see the same thing here. We, we had I'm pulling through my my list of stuff. The, the market, the gold market bottomed in a couple months back. Bear with me just a second. There it is. Okay. The market bottomed back in late 1819, and this is when they started coming up again, adding more money to the system. And then late in 19, it went up some. And then, it, and then late in 19, which was last year, I don't know if you remember, but suddenly there was a problem with the Fed funds. And, and they were dealing with, with the, the repos. And the Fed had entered the repo market. At that point in time, the gold started moving up. And then it, it accelerated up when we did the big balance sheet programs here recently. So again, the move. So I think this is probably going to be a three-year move or an 18-month move off of the March lows. So I think we're going to continue to see gold move higher uh, gold, gold right now is about 1810. It's right on a massive double top from 2012, 2013. It's starting to break above that, uh, it, which, which is, it, it's going to be, if it breaks out above, it, it, it's signaling a new bull market. I, I don't see how it doesn't break above that. I think the precious metals is, is this is what you're going to see. You're going to see these things go high. The same thing is for silver as well. You're seeing breakouts on that. I think silver is going to go to $26. And, and gold, I think, is going to break through the highs. And, uh, because every central bank in the world is now flooding the world with money. And, and there's been a big, there's been a big uh, battle between, between the deflationists and the inflationists out there. Yeah, and in, we've gone through about a decade of deflation. And that's starting to wind down now. And during that time, uh, you know, 
precious metals, they, they had to move up from 2008, and then they haven't done anything. I think we're going to be another inflationary surge. There's a phenomenal paper by William White uh, out of the Dallas Fed. It was about six six years ago, about 2012, well, actually eight years ago. It, it, you know, and he talks about, it's a conclusion, uh, it's ultra-easy money policy and a law of unintended consequences. It, it, and this is, uh, William White was is, is one of the more brilliant economists out there. He's been with the IMF, uh, Bank of International Settlement and uh, Monetary and Economic, uh, the, actually Bank of International Settlement. And I know this is a little complicated for people, but the uh, he, you know he's concerned about the cumulative effects of the negative feedback. And, and, and the question he had here was the end results of a credit-driven uh, process we've had. We've had massive credit expansion over the last 20 years. Is now there's so much debt in the world, 365% uh, percent debt in China, massive debt in the United States. Our debt levels are now over 100%, which is Car uh, uh, Rogoff and Ryman said this is where you start having problems. It will, could result in either hyperinflation or deflation. And, uh, and this is really a seminal paper. Uh, the, uh, as likelihood Credit-driven processes will eventually lead to financial instability. That's where we are right now. What's happening is it, it, we're shifting now to the inflation side. It, and the reason is is because nobody in the world can now control spending. There, there's something called monetary theory, MMT, out there that says governments and central banks, central banks aren't like companies or individuals. They can just take on as much debt as possible and they'll never have a problem. And this is why the Fed injected $3 trillion. And if you notice, every time we're going to have an economic slowdown in the future, there's going to be demands for the Fed to pump more money in the system and the government to spend. We're, we're going to, our, over, for a 12-month period, our deficit is going to be well over $3 trillion on the fiscal side. We had $3 trillion on with the Fed and then, and then $3 trillion on the, the balance sheet uh, on the fiscal spending. This Fiscal spending is going to go into the economy, whereas last time, more of the, of the Fed money went into rescuing banks, and so it wasn't quite as obvious. This time, it's going to be pumped in the economy. This is going to be more deflationary over time, we believe. And so this is something we want to watch. Uh, look, gold and silver should be correcting in here. Uh, and we wait, kind of thought we'd get some type of pullback. We're watching it closely. But it keeps going up. And why is that? Well, what's happening right now? We've got the negotiations going on with the Congress and the president on another trillion-dollar stimulus program, maybe an infrastructure program. Uh, it, it, and again, this is more money spending, uh, more more pouring into the economy, higher debt. Will we ever pay it all? It, it, and the problem is, is with the modern monetary theory, all the Democrats and, and some Republicans are just throwing the towel on ever control spending again. That's a bad sign. This gets us back to, if, if you look back, the guns and butter time. Remember that? Guns and butter. Okay, guns and butter, what that was, is we were spending on the Great Society under Lyndon Johnson with Nixon and then at the war at the same time, the Vietnam War. And we're seeing the same thing right now where there's going to be massive pressure to start spending money. And this is going, and then it started, what happened is it started funneling into the system. And so you started getting your big inflation, and it started coming up in 71, gold started moving, and then it just didn't get back. This has been going on for a while, and now it's going to start moving, surging into the economy. I think gold and silver continue to be good, a good place to be. I think we're starting to shift and look more for inflation type of things. Uh, inflation, as we said, is going to likely going to play out. It's not going to be higher rates as much as it's going to be declining dollar or decline, we believe the currency is going to get in trouble around the world. And the one to watch now, possibly the Hong Kong dollar. And so these are all affecting huge demand for gold and silver. They can't keep silver coins in stock at most of these places. And so these prices are going to go higher. They're continuing to sop up supply. It's not coming up. It's the same thing as you can't get, you know, there's still shortages in toilet paper and in, 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 in pastas and things like that because people are still stockpiling. They're very concerned. Once they start really getting the whiff of inflation, they're really going to start turning to gold and silver. And, and with record low interest rates, there, there's no marginal loss 
for, for having having precious metals because you're not losing any interest. So this, I, I think the coal sector is going higher, and I think it's starting to broaden out. You want to look at other inflation. I think over the longer term, it's going to be good for the oil and gas sector as well because, remember, oil and gas is priced in dollars, and if the dollar starts falling, that's going to push the prices of those things up as well. So, so anyway, so a lot of things happening. Tell you what. We're coming up here on a break in just a minute, but if you want to get in and have a question or comment, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. We'll get your questions answered at 713-339-1070. Also, if you haven't gone to our website, sign up for our report. I'm going to get it. I have been said I was going to do it last week. We've been so busy. Uh, really, this week we'll get the report done. Uh, we'll send out another report on what we're seeing, what's happening in the world, and where we're going uh, in, in this this shift that we're really seeing out there, uh, we're going to kind of expand upon the, these moves in the precious metals. Because I think I think the precious metals are the the proverbial canary in the coal mine, and they're really surging up. They're telling you it's a problem. And if the recovery from this, this crisis is not going to be like 08 and 09. It's going to be fundamentally different. So we'll be right back after this break on the Max Out Savings Show. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. Welcome back to the Saving Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, if you got any questions or comments, give us a call at 713-339-1070 for the show. We have a caller. Okay, go ahead. Question. Good morning. Yeah, welcome to the Max Saving Show. Hey, good morning. Uh, I'm a retired federal employee. All of my retirement's in the thrift savings. Should I be moving it out of there? What was that question? Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Bad connection. I'll, I'll, I'll try to call back. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, I had a little bit of bad connection there. Um, 
Okay, do we have any other callers? No, that's all. Okay. Okay. Uh, again, you can call us up at 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show. That market's looking at the market. We're up near a high level. We're watching this level closely. It could break out. It's a very expensive market. Uh, some of the valuations. Friday morning, I actually had a call with a, a company we're involved in. It's a private company. And it, it, it's interesting. The uh, yeah, And I said, look, have we looked at going public with this thing? Because it could get, we could just get a ridiculous valuation on it. And uh, we, we really would like to keep it private. I know that the, the people running it would just like to keep it private, and they built up one company very successful. It's private. And, uh, and, uh, and, and But I'm like, look, the valuations are completely stupid, so we should keep keep our options open here. And I, and I think it could be a, a great growth company, but it's, uh, it really fits into, into what people like right now. But it, it's just the valuations out there are just – are just almost ridiculous. I mean, Tesla, Tesla's market cap exceeds General Motors, Ford, and uh, G Chrysler G combined. And it's the most. Uh, and I think they produce two, two, three hundred thousand cars, and, and these other ones produce over a million, two, three million cars. So we're, we're seeing this out there everywhere right now. An extremely hot market. And, and, and if you look at the valuations, if you look at the PEs, the price to sales are extraordinary, price to cash flow, price to earning. Almost anywhere you look, we've got very high PEs. Uh, and and I, I, I think a couple things are, are coming up. If you look into the future, uh, I, I, think, I think there's going to be enormous pressure on companies to retain workers. Uh, I, I think there's going to be – I think you're looking at higher taxes. I think there's been a real disappointment uh, with the corporate tax structure uh, that we cut it to, to 15% to such a low rate, and then basically the companies just spent the money on on, uh, on stock buyback programs and, and dividends. It, 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 and I think that's been a big disappointment. I, there, there's also – corporate America has been under enormous pressure to move the, the – the, the, uh, supply chains out of China, just because if China goes down, they realize it could be a problem. And there's also a huge, people are suddenly understanding there's there's pretty much, the, the nicest way to say this, and, and we've been ahead of everybody on this war, trade war with China, is the nicest say is, thing to say is we've got a hot trade war with China. It's starting to look like it's a lot worse than that. Uh, people really, some of our top foreign policy, ex, you know, people out there really starting to say we're veering toward a cold. We have a caller. Okay. And so I, I think this to wrap up with China, I, I think we're going to sit there and see this thing is getting a lot tougher in, in veering toward a cold war. Higher, higher cost on companies, higher taxes, privacy issues, types of, and, and antitrust issues, it's going to pressure corporate America. So a very expensive market and then and, and a lot of pressure on corporate earnings going forward. So that's not a good picture. So I think you want to be cautious. Tell me, let's take a call. Get a call. Hello, welcome to the Max Savings Show. Hello? I'm not hearing it. Do we have our caller? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. go ahead. That's can you yeah, hear me? You're, you're, yes, go ahead. Okay, sorry. Question. <clears throat> Hello? Okay, well, we'll work on that, see if we can get the callers set up. And uh, just to kind of, so, so very expensive markets. And, and, and what we're doing is, is we, we're, we're having high prices, pushed up by Federal Reserve money pouring into the system. you got to be a little cautious here. Can it still run a little bit more? Yeah. We're coming up on the election. I, this election is a choice between basically a move towards socialism. There's absolutely no doubt about it. I mean, it, this is you're looking towards socialism. I, it, it, if you notice, these, some of these congressmen report was, it was, you know, we need to defund the police. 
uh, Black Lives Matter, defund the police, and get and now and it's, we need to tear down the system, capitalism the system. That, that is socialist talk. We want to dismantle the system, the capitalist system. I mean, it, it doesn't get more socialism than that. And it, 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 let me tell you something. It is. It is. You get in. You get the communists and the socialists coming in here, and it's going to be an utter disaster for the country. I mean, it's going to turn people against each other. It's going to be. It, it's. It, it's not going to be a, a pretty picture at all. I. And 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 so this is. It, 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 what we're doing is we're going to vote on two separate systems, and, and so it's looking like the socialism is winning right now. And and, and so uh, you know the market is is really. Uh, Basically, skating on on uh, thin ice, best. And, and if it starts looking like Biden's going to win, it's going to be an utter disaster for the country. Now, in fairness, J.P. Morgan says that you know uh, Biden will be slightly positive. I don't know what they're smoking, but that's the most absurd thing I've ever heard in my life. In, in, in fairness to J.P. Morgan, I know they're sucking up because they think Biden might want to win, so they're going to sit tell people that. But this. Communism and socialism will be a disaster for the United States, and it will lead to civil war. So, if it if, if we it's allowed to progress, so it, it's just going to be a tough time. And I think you want to be cautious. So, anyway, if you got any questions or comments, seven one three 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 nine ten seven. I appreciate everybody working with. We're we're operating remotely today. We're social distancing, and and it's a little harder than normal. Um, but um, you feel free to give us a call. Tell you what, let's take a quick break here for, with a couple commercials, and, and then uh, we'll be right back uh, in a few more commercials straightened out. And again, if you want to call 713-339, and we'll be right back after this quick break right here on the Max Out Savings Show. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Welcome back to the Max Savings Show. We're talking savings investments in your retirement. Uh, you can always call us 713-339-1070. Uh, I think we've got a caller. Do we have a caller? Yes, we do. Welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. Tough day. Do we have them? Okay. Well, One moment. Oh, go ahead. You have a question for us. Hello? 
Hello? Okay. Uh, anyway, talk, talk about the precious metal sector. Uh, the, the other one I think is starting to break out is going to be silver. Silver tends to move uh, in multiples of gold. And so I think that's an opportunity there. Uh, you know, long-time listeners show know we really like this sector. Uh, if it gets above, like I said, I really think this thing is going to run closer to $26 in here. And, and so I think that we've got some more room to run. Again, uh, the, the coronavirus fears, inflation, massive Federal Reserve uh, printing of money. Uh, they spent $3 trillion. Keep in mind, they, they were expanding their balance sheet in the end of 2019 for some unknown. No one was ever able to say why they were doing it. And, and, and so uh, we have another trillion-dollar deficit coming up. So I, I think what we're looking at is, is uh, again, this is the big – I think this is going to be a big bull market in the precious metal sector, so we like the sector. We have our caller now. Okay, great. Welcome to the Max Health Savings Show. Hello? You have a question for us. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, with all the trillions of dollars uh, that the government's thrown into the economy, it made me start thinking about um, Social Security, of how every five or ten years the media just puts this fear out there that it's running out of money. So my question is, is it or did it really ever run out of money? Why can't they just throw a couple trillion dollars into Social Security? Well, there is no... Uh, yeah, good question. There is no pot of savings for Social Security. It, and when they say run out of money, it simply means that more money is coming in from Social Security payments than than's going out. That's starting to shift. Look, I, I think you're going to have to – I'm becoming more concerned about Social Security because I think if we get inflation, there is an inflation uh, bump a year for Social Security that never takes into account the full inflation. And uh, – and my fear is they're going to start taxing Social Security more and more for, for, for upper-income people. That You could see those people even lose their Social Security benefits. So I think you've got to be real careful uh, with Social Security. Uh, and I'm not sure. You, I think, look, I, Social Security, are they going to stop the payments? No. To your question, they'll just keep making payments, uh, but it's... It, going to be with inflated dollars because they can continue to borrow money. So I'm not as concerned about that. What I am concerned about is inflation chewing up Social Security. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank you. So does that answer the question? Yes. Okay. Yeah. No, it, it's – but, the, yeah, to, to the point is there there is no – pot of savings with Social Security. Some company, some countries actually invested in stocks, and they actually have some savings, but we really don't. But we have a Federal Reserve that can print money, which is where our concern is. Look, I, I think going forward, taxes, particularly in the wealthy, is going to go up. I think it's going to become more and more important to shelter your income and manage manage your tax yeah, And I, I think going forward, and this is something I think more and more people are going to have to look at. Uh, many corporate people at the higher end, they they tend to have some programs and stuff, but but I think that they're going to be wanting to look at more and more tax shelters in the future. I, I think taxes are going to go up, uh, and this is kind of a concern. I think in, I think we're making a shift to inflation. I think once the modern monetary theory uh, of of the central banks that the Fed can just print money. I think that's been the trigger, and I think all the bulwarks of, hey, we can't spend money, it gets reckless, it'll call, the, people are just, even the Republicans are backing away from that, and they're just realizing they're standing in front of a of a freight train right now, and so this is going to be inflationary over the long term. That's what we're trying to deal with. Uh, one other interesting thing I wanted to cover today, something that come up is, this is off our general topic, but uh, in Turkey, President Erdogan Turkey has converted the Sophia Church into into a mosque. He's doing it here later this week, I believe. I think he's going to do it at 8:35 at night, which is the exact time that Constantinople fell in 1453, and they converted it to a mosque back then. And why this church is important is it's been the seat of Christianity, and particularly Orthodox Christianity, for over a thousand years. It was built in 537 A.D. 
This church was the greatest building in the world for almost a thousand years. It was so spectacular that the Russians came down and they couldn't believe what a wonderful service it was. And they converted Russia to Christianity in much of Eastern Europe. And so in addition, Constantinople in in that seat of power of the Christian church at the time held the line against Islam for nearly a thousand years until 1453. If they had not been there, the, the, the Islam would have rolled right into Europe and, and tried and converted much of Europe to, to Muslims. And, and, and so this is the seat of the Orthodox Church and to, to be converted into a, into a mosque is, a, is, a, is, a, is an insult. And it's going to have very, very far-reaching consequences. I know a church is, you know, the building is not the church, but this was an historic seat of power for the church. And uh, it was so spectacular back in, in, in 5 and 600 A.D. People would come from all over the Mediterranean sail just to worship at that church. And, because it, it, and they held the line for a thousand years against the Muslims. And, and so this, by him shifting it back, he's trying to get control of Islam. And, and, and there's not a more anti-Christian government in the world than Turkey right now. And, and so this is a major concern for the Christian religion. So I just wanted to bring that up. It's Aga Sophia. Uh, look it up. Uh, but it, 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 like I said, it was the most spectacular building on the planet for a thousand years. But it was Constantinople held blind against Islam, and, and they fought them off for from six, uh, almost 800 years. And, and, and so this is a major problem. And, uh, you know, you can see a war coming over there. So something to watch and see. Look, markets are expensive here. Uh, I think you still want to be cautious. Again, you want to start, inflation's not happening right now, but it, it's a process. And that process is starting to happen in it's starting to accelerate. Uh, we're seeing the problems with China. We're seeing $3 trillion printed at the Federal Reserve. We're seeing $3 trillion budget deficits. We've not seen these size of budget deficits as percentage of GDP since World War II. Things are fundamentally changing. Back then, the Fed was able to control the inflation. I'm not sure they're going to be able to now. And so this is a fundamental game changer. On top of that, we have a choice in a little over three months of are we going to go this move towards socialism and communism is a revolution here in the United States, or are we going to stick and fight for the free market capitalist system and freedom? And, and I never thought we would see this, but it's shocking how radical the Democratic Party has become. So this, all these things are big question marks, and we're stick with this and stand Bye.